Good morning, everybody, or whatever time of day you're listening to this. Welcome to this episode. I'm happy that you're joining me today, and for those of you who don't know me, my name is Jenny. I um, am 24 years old, brown hair, brown eyes, you know, typical type of gal. (laughs) Um, But anyways, I am excited that you're here with me today. I'm actually really excited to do this episode slightly upset with myself, but it's okay because (laughs) Jenny did that cute thing again where she recorded this episode yesterday and accidentally had the audio input hooked up to the wrong mic. So, um, yeah, basically I was walking around my neighborhood. It was amazing. I was just walking my dog and chatting with you guys and it was really good. And then I realized that it was picking it up on my phone's mic, which was in my pocket rather than my uh, headphones. So that was fun. But it's okay. I'm going to redo it. And I think it's going to be better because I feel like I was like out of breath anyways. And (laughs) it was cold, so I was probably shivering a little bit. So this might actually be a good thing. But I am really excited for this episode because I realized that as I started talking about it, this is something that... I kind of needed to talk about, not just for you guys, but for myself, because um, it is something I definitely need to continually work on, and these these episodes honestly are just such a good reminder for myself as well, and such a good motivator for myself to kind of keep myself honest to my recovery, and I thought I had done an episode on this subject prior, but scrolling through my episode list, I didn't see one, so I guess I didn't. Or maybe I did and I forgot to upload it. I don't know. But today, I want to talk about rumination. And for those of you who don't know what rumination is, um, it's what I'm best at. (laughs) It is a compulsion. So a lot of people, uh, I know I've mentioned the term pure O before. Now, before, people thought that pure O was basically OCD without compulsions. It was all in your head and it was purely obsessional. Now, we now know that that's a misnomer because anytime you take an obsession and mull over it and bring it to the extreme and start um, basically performing any sort of task, even if it's only internal, to combat the anxiety and the worries that that obsession brings, it becomes a compulsion. So what rumination is, is it will take an obsession that you have and it will replay that obsession or that scenario in your head over and over and it'll just think about it and basically ruminate on it for hours, days, even weeks or months at a time. And this is how you know that it's OCD versus like just thinking because I think a lot of people um, who don't have OCD, they ruminate to an extent, but also sometimes they ruminate about things that they actually want to think about, which is baffling to me. They get to choose to think about something that actually brings them joy and excitement and happiness, but for people with OCD, it takes basically your worst fears and made-up worst-case scenarios and forces you to keep replaying it in your head. So for an example, like say that you're in school and you take a final and you know that if you don't score a certain, um, a certain percent on the final that you're going to like drop a letter grade. So say you need a 95% on the final in order to keep your A, otherwise you're going to drop to a B. Well, 
what rumination would look like is taking that obsession. So you take the test, right? And you haven't gotten the grade yet. And there's this obsession going through your head of, you know, oh, did I, did I get the 95%? Am I going to drop the letter grade? And it will ruminate on that and it will replay basically. There's a lot of different ways that people ruminate, but it takes like a million different paths and your brain, you can't even backtrack and remember how your brain got to where it got to because suddenly you're wondering, you know, did I score well enough? And then you start thinking about each question that you can remember and think whether or not you answered it well enough. And then you start thinking about how harsh of a grader the teacher is. And suddenly you start thinking about the teacher's husband or their dog or their cat. And then you get worried about this thing and this thing. And then it like leads off into a million things and suddenly you're ruminating about your test but about a million other things too and you just get all worked up and then before you know it hours have passed and you're thinking about this dumb test and no matter how much you mull over it and no matter how much you ruminate you're not going to be able to answer the question of whether or not you got a 95% on the test because you are not the teacher and you don't know what grade you got and you're just going to have to wait until the grade is posted and ruminating on it isn't going to make that come any quicker. The only thing that rumination does is strip you of your present. Because OCD loves to live in the past and it loves to live in the future, in the what ifs and the how comes, and it never allows you to live in the present moment. And reality will only let you live in the present it won't let you live in the past it won't let you live in the future no matter how hard you try you can't go back and fix past mistakes you would if you could I would if I could I think we all would and you can't go to the future and prevent made up scenarios from happening because you don't know what's going to happen in the future no matter how hard you try to think about it no matter how hard you ruminate over it and try to plan things in your head you have no control over that you only have control over your present the only way to have control over your past and the only way to have control over your present or your future sorry is to live in the present moment because if you're worried about past mistakes that you made the only way that you're going to make it any better is to learn the lesson and do better now and to apply yourself to making sure you don't make the same mistake twice but OCD likes to keep us in this fantasy world where we just mull over our our um, problems and our mistakes but we can't do anything about it. And the same with the future. If you're worrying about the future and you're wondering, you know, is this going to happen? Is this going to happen? Well, am I going to get sick? Well, what if I lose my job? The only way that you can ensure you're doing everything you possibly can to prevent those outcomes is to be in the present moment and be working on everything that will help you achieve the future that you want rather than worrying about the future and doing nothing about it because you're so stricken with worry. And, um, it might sound kind of harsh, but I'm trying to be harsh with you guys because I want to be harsh with myself because OCD will come back and tell you, no, 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 it, it feels good in the moment. It's kind of a self-soothing behavior. I feel like rumination for me is such a self-soothing behavior and it really robs you of everything. It, it really sucks and you can't even enjoy the present moments because you're so caught up in your thoughts and in your anxiety and your worries 
and try to fix things that you can't even fix. And that's another sign of rumination is if it's bringing a lot of worry and anxiety and if there's a sense of urgency. It's like sometimes I'll be ruminating and if someone tries to get my attention and stuff, I get anxious because I think like, well, I need to keep thinking about this otherwise. And it's like, otherwise what? The the past already happened. If I keep thinking about it, that's not going to change the fact that it already happened. (laughs) And so it's, it's really hard. And rumination is one that you have to be so honest with yourself about. Because when you're in therapy, at least for me, like doing ERP alongside my therapist, he could tell when I was all in with an exposure versus performing safety behaviors. And I don't know if I've mentioned safety behaviors before. I think other therapists might call it something else, but it's basically where you're doing an exposure, but at the same time, you're performing other like actions to kind of make up for the fact that you're doing the exposure and, and kind of make your anxiety less. And, you know, therapists can really tell when you're performing a physical compulsion and you do an exposure on a physical compulsion, compulsion (laughs) compulsion they can tell if you're doing safety behaviors and if you're not 100% committed to the exposure but when it's a mental compulsion you have to be honest with yourself because your therapist won't be able to tell because they'll ask you are you ruminating and you could be like nope nope not at all and you're ruminating till the cows come home so you have to really really be honest with yourself and this is one that is so difficult for me because I honestly don't even realize that I'm doing it until I've already been ruminating for who knows how long and then I catch myself doing it and I have to actively snap myself out of it. I remember when I worked at Chick-fil-A, when I was like really sick right before I went to my IOP, I remember rumination was one of my biggest compulsions. I mean like I was doing other compulsions throughout my whole entire day and over overarching every other compulsion I was constantly ruminating constantly like my mental wheels were spinning I was burnt out I was exhausted and one thing that that did is if somebody talked to me if they came up to me and asked me a question or said something I wouldn't register that they said anything like my brain wouldn't actually register that oftentimes until they had walked away and I remember like Like, I would hear them, but it would just take me a second. I would, like, lag, basically. And I remember there were instances when people were, like... I I remember one specific instance where a girl came up to me, asked me a question, and walked away. And then I kind of came to and realized someone had been talking to me. And I heard her asking another one of my coworkers. She's like, is she deaf or something? And I heard people comment that a lot, asking, you know, if I'm hard of hearing and stuff like that. Because I was so in my head. And I hated it so much. And I was like you know what? I wish I was deaf. I wish I was deaf to the voices in my head that keep ruminating over things and to my OCD that keeps telling me that all these awful things are going to happen if I don't constantly try to fix things in my head. I wish, I wish I couldn't hear those things. But sadly, that wasn't the case. And rumination is something that creeps back in for me so easily. And so I have to work actively to make sure that I combat it every single day. And I'm telling you, like, <laughs> it's probably one of my biggest compulsions to this day. I I have a pretty good grasp on my OCD, but, like, I had an appointment with my therapist last night, and 
I realized through talking with him that I have been doing so much rumination and I didn't even realize it. Like, if there were a competition for rumination, I would probably win it. And then I would ruminate over whether or not I deserved to win the rumination contest, which would prove the point that I deserved to win. And I probably would still ruminate about that. It's just, it's wild. (laughs) It's awful. But you know what? It does get better. And I remember asking my therapist before, I was like, what do other people think about? If they're not ruminating all the time, what do they think about? And he told me, he's like, Jenny, they think about things that they enjoy. They think about things that interest them, things that they want to do. And I was like, wait, are you serious? That's so weird. Like your thoughts can actually bring you joy. That was such a weird concept to me. Or the fact that people don't have to actively be thinking about something 24 seven. Like for me, even now it's really difficult, but back in the day, I would be ruminating about like at least one thing, if not multiple things concurrently. And then I would be, I would have like a song stuck in my head at the same time for months, for months, I would have the same song. I remember I had chariots of fire stuck in my head for literal months. And my poor sister, my poor, poor sister, anytime I hear that song, I'm like, please, no, no more chariots of fire. Um, but man, with rumination, it's loud up there. Your head is so loud and you're exhausted every single day. And I guarantee you though, combating it is so hard. It is so hard. I'm going to be the first one to admit that it's really difficult. It's very difficult to do exposures for because it's something that your brain can slip into so automatically and then you can start ruminating about ruminating and it's just this whole spiral. But if you work on it, you will find over time, you'll look back and you're like, wait, I haven't been ruminating as much and I actually have been thinking about things that I enjoy more. It just happens. It's it's natural. And I remember, I remember when I did some of my very first exposures when I was in California and I asked my therapist, I was like, okay, I'm doing these exposures, but is there going to come a time when my brain is quiet? Like, I was doing some phys- physical exposures, so I had compulsions around walking. And so I was working on that and I had like very like somatic OCD around that where everything had to feel just right. And I was like, okay, Chris, but, but will I ever not be like hypersensitive to every single feeling on my body, every single touch, every single uneven portion of like this foot doesn't feel exactly like this foot. Is is that ever going to go away? Or am I always going to feel that and always be anxious? And the truth is, I've heard people say the goal of ERP is not to do away with the anxiety. It's to keep living your life anyways. And while that's true, your anxiety levels will go down. I'm telling you, if you commit, if you put 100% committal, committing, commit, what's it called? All of the commit. If you do all of the commit, however that... I barely got any sleep last night, okay? But if you if you do all of that, your anxiety levels will go down and your brain will realize that the things that it had been warning you about, all of this hypersensitivity, it can chill out and it doesn't need to always warn you about these things and it will stop, it will. It won't always be perfect, but it'll be much quieter. It'll be a much more quiet place, it'll be much more enjoyable and you'll actually be able to think about things that you wanna think about. And that's the beauty of recovery. It's very, very hard. I'm not going to pretend otherwise because that's just not true. 
But it is so worth it. It is so worth it to wake up one day and realize that you finally don't hate living with your brain. It's a slow process. It's not going to be, you know, you're, you're going to backslide. You're going to have ups and downs. It's going to be two steps forward, one step back, or ten steps back, or whatever. But it's worth it. You have to put your all in, but it is worth it. There was another thing that I wanted to say, and um, I don't remember. But it wasn't something from me. It was something from my therapist that was really profound last night that he told me and it really got me to thinking and I don't remember but it was great just know that it was great (laughs) but I'm gonna wrap it up there guys I just got to work so I've got to head in but I hope that you have a great rest of your day and don't forget that if you are in recovery I'm so proud of you keep putting in that hard work because you will see progress make sure you put in your 100% because you deserve it. You deserve to beat OCD's butt, and I love you all, and I will talk to you next time.